0: Audio Description Matters. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Audio Description Matters podcast. You're listening to William, presenting from the video to Voice HQ in Berlin. Joining me today are Anna and Katie as we take a closer look at the Web Accessibility Initiative. Today's discussion will mainly be focusing on the mistakes businesses make when building their websites and how this affects disabled internet users. We will also be highlighting the difficulties businesses and content creators face when it comes to making their videos accessible. Audio descriptions are a vital component of accessible videos, but we'll be exploring why so few productions are provided with them. Ultimately, inaccessible websites cost companies huge sums of money every year. So let's explore the measures they can take. So Anna, could you kick things off by explaining why accessible websites are important?
1: Well, first of all, it shows that a business or service provider cares for its audience. Failing to accommodate disabled users means about 1 billion people around the world are not given the same treatment as the rest of the site's visitors. Whether it's a company website, blog, or a post on a video-sharing platform, disregarding accessibility can have a considerable impact on views, session times, and bounce rates. These are some of the key indicators for the amount of time people spend on the site
0: so accessible websites allow disabled people to use them properly. But what else can we say about disability?
2: Disability comes in many shapes and forms. It may be a temporary injury, like a broken wrist hindering your ability to type, or it could be severe issues such as permanent visual impairments, which are classified as long-term disabilities. It's also worth noting that the chances of having disabling conditions become greater as we get older. Almost half of over-60s have some sort of moderate to severe disability.
0: So disability affects more people than many would initially think. Let's move on to the next point. Neglecting disabled internet users has a knock-on effect for businesses. Anna, could you explain why?
1: Around 70% of disabled internet users will simply leave a website if they find it inaccessible. According to the ClickAway Pound survey, inaccessible websites cost British companies £17.1 billion in 2019. The study also shows that many major retailers are unaware that standards for supporting disabled people online even exist. The figure above should be alarming for business owners and online service vendors, especially when considering around 15% of the world's population has some form of disability. If most disabled visitors decide to leave a site and never return, businesses are missing out on the chance to convert a sizable market into a solid customer base. The
0: UK numbers you mentioned are really quite shocking. Do you happen to know any figures for the US?
1: In the United States, disabled consumers control around half a trillion dollars in disposable income every year. But disabled people are unlikely to spend their money with businesses administering inaccessible websites. And with recent shifts in the legal landscape, there's no better time for businesses to get clued up on the Web Accessibility Initiative.
0: So what's involved in the Web Accessibility
2: Initiative? The Web Accessibility Initiative was set up to give businesses a better understanding of disabled users' needs online. It comprises strategies, standards, and resources to make the internet more accessible. One of the most important sets of standards is called the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. This aims to make content more accessible for people with a wide range of disabilities, such as hearing loss, vision impairments, cognitive disabilities, and motor impairments. The guidelines include criteria for success. For example, text on a website is examined to see if it can be scaled for users with visual disabilities. To reduce the chance of seizures, websites also shouldn't contain content that flashes more than three times in one second.
0: I read through some of the guidelines earlier and it really delves into a lot of detail. I also got the impression that the initiative is useful for all website users.
1: I'd agree with that. Accessible websites tend to be easier to use for everyone. As well as benefiting deaf and hard-of-hearing viewers, subtitles are popular with the general population online. 85% of video content on Facebook is watched without the sound on.
0: So does the Web Accessibility Initiative take videos into consideration as well?
2: Yes, video content is also covered. In recent years there has been a shift from written content to video, especially on social media. The requirements are outlined in the guidelines under the criteria for captions and audio description. So videos should be accessible for people who are deaf, blind, hard of hearing, and visually impaired.
0: Let's talk a bit more about captions and audio description. What's the situation there?
1: In case listeners don't know, an audio description involves a narrator reading out important visual details that cannot be understood from the main soundtrack alone. While an increasing amount of online content includes captions, the situation isn't so rosy for audio description.
0: And so why isn't enough content provided with audio description?
1: The main reason for its lack of availability is money. Audio description requires numerous costly stages of production, from hiring scriptwriters and voice artists to recording studios and sound engineers. For low-budget productions which make up the vast majority of videos posted online, it makes little financial sense to create an accompanying audio description. It's also important to remember
2: that hundreds of hours' worth of footage are uploaded onto video-sharing platforms every minute, meaning the accessibility gap is continually getting wider for users with visual impairments. But with reinforcement to EU law in September 2020, businesses and media service providers supported by their governments, will now have to find ways to catch up.
0: Thanks for both of your answers. So does this mean businesses are legally obliged to provide accessible websites and video content?
1: Yes, failing to meet accessibility standards could land businesses in legal hot water. Two years ago, some 2,235 lawsuits were recorded against companies for digital inaccessibility. In 2017, the Win dixie supermarket chain was sued because screen readers wouldn't work on the company website.
0: So with laws being tightened and legal action on the increase, businesses have no choice but to embrace digital accessibility. At the same time, this is a great opportunity to expand into the disabled market, which remains largely neglected. video to voice has developed software for creating audio descriptions. The platform comprises authoring and production tools allowing the user to work alone on everything involved in creating an audio description. Instead of voice artists, the audio description is read out by synthetic voices. Sound engineering steps, such as ducking and mastering, are also carried out with AI technology.
1: You may be surprised to hear that all of our voices have been created using the software. If you'd
2: like to create your own audio descriptions, voiceovers, or podcasts, you can choose from over five hundred and forty voices like ours in the Video to Voice app. To find out more, visit www.videotovoice.com
0: Thank you for joining us today. You can subscribe to our podcast to listen to more content like this. You can also sign up for our newsletter at www.videotovoice.com forward slash blog.